Hello and welcome to the Bobblehead Podcast. Yes, we are back. Uh, it's been a while and it's been quite some time actually. And you guys have been patient. Hope you haven't blown us off completely. But uh, you're probably going to be surprised to see us pop back up as uh, a new recording. But uh, we we did release today. Uh, it's just me today. And uh, I'm going to get on and, and talk a little bit about, actually I talk a lot about why we haven't recorded and uh, why we haven't done a podcast in a while. So I'm not going to spoil it for you. So uh, here we go. Okay. Um, and here we go. We're back. At least today I'm back. Um. Davin could not join me today, so today is uh, actually Labor Day, and so I'm sure that uh, his calendar is not working, and he is probably laying on a on a floaty in the pool with a cold drink in his hand, and uh, he will realize probably about uh, 9.30 tonight or about uh, 6 in the morning that uh, we were going to record today, so Davin, hope you're enjoying yourself. This one's for you. Um it's been a while since we've been on the bobblehead podcast and uh gosh i'm, I'm gonna get i'm gonna guess it's been probably so far would you say two three months two months probably yeah so it's been a while so um she hasn't had to edit anything for a while which has been kind of probably nice but uh we've been so busy we didn't have time to record anything in fact i think the last few recordings i did myself because uh, dad was super busy so a lot of you have probably been wondering what's been going on and how come we haven't put out any podcast. And so uh, I'll fill in those blanks today and uh, talk through that. And then we'll, we'll talk a little bit about kind of what I've learned over the past few months. But um, yeah, so we announced, and I think the press release went out on, let's see, the 12th, 13th, maybe the 13th or 14th of August, that uh, Access is now um, a part of Freesia. And so if you don't know what Freesia does is they, they really do patient intake and a patient experience in typically the ambulatory space. They're also in the acute space, but mainly in the ambulatory space. For those of you who are not healthcare gurus, the ambulatory space means uh, physician practices, small surgical centers, uh, typically where physicians are own the facilities. And we access has dealt in the acute facilities, which is typically hospitals where most of those are not physician owned. So it, it was a really good fit um, for Freesia and it was a really good fit for access. We, when we first started this process back, gosh, I'm going to say about this time last year that on the list of um, companies that would might be interested in acquiring us that we thought was a really good fit. Uh, Freesia was definitely right there uh, at the top three or four that we thought were a good fit. So it really turned out great that uh, it worked out for them and it worked out for access. So I'm not going to talk a whole lot about that and who they are. You can go look up, look them up themselves. They're an absolutely great company. They're on the rise. Um, couldn't be happier uh, that, that that's who we sold to. And uh, I think they're going to do great things. In fact, uh, uh, just about nearly all the employees uh, went over with Frisian, including Davin. Davin, is uh, I think a senior director is what they call him there. So he's helping integrate access over into Freesia and doing a great job. So I'm excited about what's going to come from Freesia and what they're going to do with the products and, and some of the customers. And uh, man, I just have nothing but great things to say about those guys, the, the process a little bit. So let's, let's kind of roll back time back to uh, September 1st of 2022. And so we're recording this on September 4th. 
2023. So it was almost a, exactly a year ago to now. In fact, I think that we were about to leave uh, with our family to go take a trip to Italy. So we last year, about this time, uh, we took Sophie and Brendan and Kyle and Reagan, and we took off for, I guess, about, what, eight days or so, and uh, did some cool stuff in Italy and spent some good family time. It was the first real big family vacation we had taken with all the kids in a long, long time. Uh, so, but if you think about a year ago, um, September, so I think it was September 1st, I need to go back and look for sure. But so we signed an agreement with uh, an investment banking firm. And I'll mention them here because they were unbelievably awesome. It's a healthcare growth partners, HGP. And a shout out to uh, Chris McCord and uh, his VP, Laura. And, uh, you know, Garai who used to be there. It's left. He, was, he did a lot of work for us. The Brooke, Brooke was there. Anyway, they did an unbelievable job. And I think Brooks actually listens to the podcast. So Brooks, hey, shout out to you, man. Uh, but they did an unbelievable job. We could not have pulled this off without them. But anyway, back to September 1st, we signed an agreement with them that uh, they were going to go look for a company to acquire access. So all this really stemmed back and let's kind of roll back the clock, roll back the calendar for another probably four or five years ago. Uh, I was I was pondering and thinking about this potential uh, sale or a potential sale um, at some point in time. Didn't have a, a date in mind, didn't have, know exactly when that would be, but uh, had been working on it for quite some time. So I have a, a gentleman that I work with, um, wealth management guy named Carlos Lowenberg. And with the Lowenberg group out of Austin. And we've, I've known Carlos for gosh, 20, probably 25 years, I guess, maybe. Um, unbelievable guy. Helped my parents with a couple of ex exits from different companies and uh, really is good with one on one, dealing with entrepreneurs, dealing with exit, uh, handled how to best handle that, and uh, just an exceptional job. So he and I were talking years ago and trying to plan and set up what that might look like. And making sure that we were ready. And so we would, I would take these quizzes and these tests and kind of help me figure out where our weak spots were kind of from, from a management standpoint, from a direction standpoint. So when Davin came on board about five plus, I guess right about five years ago, that was one of the things that I wanted to do was really get him to prepare the company and make it efficient, um, make it super profitable, but at the same time, make it really structured and uh, make it where it would be very attractive uh, to a company to purchase us. He didn't, we talked about it every once in a while, but it wasn't really a focus of his. His focus was more of just trying to, to make the company solid and to make it uh, an excellent operating company, which he did. Um, so we started thinking about that about four or five years ago, worked towards this. And so, you know, I had a lot of, a lot of folks that I've talked to since the sale and their question was, you know, well, when did you, you know, how did you know it was the right time? And the answer is I, I don't, I didn't, I don't. And you know, when, when you look at selling a company and, and this is once again, if, if you want to kind of go look up, there's different uh, surveys out there, there's different reports. HGP actually puts out a really good one on healthcare about multiples and, and where the market is any given time. And you know, it changes, it seems like it changes every six months. And so sometimes it's down, sometimes it's up, sometimes it's the perfect time, sometimes it's not. And you know, for me, I figured by the time that we started the process, um, and time, time we actually sold would probably be somewhere in 12 to 16 months. And the problem with that is, is by the time, if you started at a time where things were really good, 
by the time you finish, it may not be as good. And so you, know, you could start when things are not good and end up when it's good. You just have no idea when you close what that's going to look like. So I think at some point in time, you have to kind of go for it and go with your gut. And that's what I did. I just went with my gut of what I thought was the best time. And that's what we went with. That's what we went with. And uh, so we, we started in September, went through um, a lot of processes. And I won't bore you with all the things we went through, but um, a lot of audits. I went through quality of earnings report with a, with a uh, company, Weaver. And uh, it, it really kind of stressed us a little bit and uh, helped us to better understand what it was going to take for us to go through a diligence process with a potential buyer. Um, and then, uh, we started really putting together our marketing materials and, and, uh, our pitches and what that looked like. And we went through a whole process of, of, uh, you know, working through that. And so that really, uh, fed over into probably March. And, uh, so March, I think is when we actually started the process looking at uh, sending out information to potential buyers. So I won't bore you with all those things, but, um, I think it was around June uh, is when we were down to uh, two or three potentials. And uh, I think it was in June when we signed um, a letter of intent with, uh, with uh, Freesia. And so I don't hold me to those dates. I'm, I'm not hundred percent sure, but uh, anyway, so it, it, from that point on uh, we started into the process and, and what I wanted to talk about today really is all that is leading up to this is number one, you know, for us, finding the right buyer was important, and we did that. We found someone that was passionate about patient intake, that really understood um, what it meant to to help patients uh, come into a facility and to process them through in a way that really benefits both the patient as also the facility. So, um, from that point on, we started the diligence process. And if you think what a diligence process is, it's it's really going through where the buyer asks a lot of questions. And it, those are broken down into really three areas. One is financial. Um, the other one is operations. And the other one is legal. And I have to tell you that um, during that time was probably the most stressful, uh, stressful time of my life. And it wasn't that it was bad. It's just a, it's just a lot. It's, um, and, if, and if any of you have ever been through that, uh, you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about, but uh, it's very, very stressful. And the way I discuss it is, you know, they basically go in, walk into the river, pick up a stone, look at it and say, what is this? And you tell them, and they say, where'd it come from? And then they say, how did it get here? And then they say, prove it, the documentation. And they keep pulling things out of the river and you keep going through that process. And it seems like it's never ending. Um, but you get closer and closer to the end. And the cool thing was, is, is, uh, with the buyer and, and with ourselves, we'd agreed on a potential closing date and, uh, we were able to, both of us were able to hit that. So credit, credit to the buyer, credit to, uh, the people we had working, uh, on the access side. And I want to also give credit, uh, to, uh, DBC, uh, law firm out of, uh, Austin, uh, Bill Weiss did an unbelievable job. Bill has been with me and our family and the business since, gosh, probably I'm going to say almost 30 years. Um, and has helped with so many different things that from, from the legal side of, of our operation. Um, and I just can't thank, uh, Bill and his staff enough 
for getting us through this process. And Shana, a big shout out to you too. But uh, anyway, going through those things and helping us through that process and helping us understand what it is that needs to have happen and and how it's you know how each part is important and how we need to handle it and how we answer those questions and and making sure that we were able to answer those um, in the best possible way, not for us, but also for the buyer. Cause it's super, it was super important for us to really throw out there exactly what the situation was from the product, from customers to contracts. And you, you have to be completely transparent. And, uh, even though sometimes it doesn't make you look very good to do that, it's what you have to do. It's cause you, you don't want them to have any surprises. You don't want to have any surprises. And so you just have to be completely transparent, which is, um, really difficult and it's not that we don't mind really opening the kimono and, and showing people some of our baggage um but it's really hard when it's every day you're having to do that and it exposes so much about the operation and exposes things about you know what we've done in the past and how we've done things in the past documentation we've kept and have what documentation we haven't um it really exposes that and it's not really a bad thing. It's just, it's, you don't know what you don't know until you're asked for it. And I want to give out one more big, huge shout out. And I'll talk about Davin in a minute, but that's to Beth Adams. You know, Beth has been with our family for, my gosh, I started to say 30 something years, probably more than, more than that. Uh, maybe four, maybe 40 something. I need, I don't know the exact number. But Beth started um, with my parents with copy products years and years ago. Um, and I think she started as a dispatcher, if I remember right, and uh, kind of worked her way through into administration. And she wound up with access. Uh, and she knows where everything is and, and the context behind everything. And there's not a question that anyone asked us that Beth was not able to either find the documentation or know exactly where to get it or what the answers were. And we could not have done this without Beth and Beth is family to us. She's family to my parents and uh, you know, everyone through that process, every single one said, if you didn't have Davin and Beth, I don't know what you've done. And so, you know, Beth, if you by chance listen to this and I love you and, and everybody access loves you and the Elliot's love you. And uh, you've been part of our family for so long. And I just, I can't tell you what you mean to all of us. But there were nights where, um, you know, Davin and Beth are, are doing work and, and uh, finding documentation or answering questions, you know, way deep into the night, early in the mornings. You know, there were nights where, you know, I was up, I wasn't sleeping a whole lot for a couple months just because I was up, you know, you know, you just, your mind just constantly goes and you're trying to, you know, see where the process is and trying to figure out what's next and, you know, where the, where the stumbling blocks are going to be for us, but also for them and really trying to understand, you know, what all this means, what happens if this doesn't go through, um, what are their, you know, what's the likelihood of it going through. And there's just so much stress and so many things to think about that, you know, I would just, I would just sleep on the couch because I, I knew I wouldn't sleep much. And I didn't want to bother Jamie. And so I would be in there and I would, you know, be on the computer and, It'd be 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, and I'd see emails come across from our legal team, you know, answering questions or asking questions. And so I, I can remember a night, probably about probably about three weeks before, three or four weeks before we closed, and I, I got an email from Bill. Um, 
our head of our, our legal team. And uh, about probably 12, 12, 15 in the morning. And uh, so I either answered the question or, or shot back a response. And, you know, he shot one back to me right away. And it, it was crazy because it was 1230 in the morning. He was doing work. I was doing work. And to have people that were passionate about getting this done as much as I was, um, that's what got me through it. So I, Jamie and I were talking about this before. And I said, you know, a scale of, of 1 to 10 with 1 being easy, 10 being the hardest. You know, I, I thought I'd done some 8s before. But after this process, I think those were probably 6s. <laughs> and I'll put this one as an 8. And um, But I, I got to tell you, you know, one of my takeaways from this and one of the points that I want to get across is that you can do things that you don't think you can do. And, you know, there were times through this that, you know, Davin thought, you know, well, I don't know if we can, I don't know if we can get through this. Um, but we'd always have the mindset of let's just wake up every morning and let's just tackle what we can tackle. But, um, you know, I think, I think through and I think about the process and, and, you know, ours really probably went pretty smooth. And looking, you know, when you're in the middle of it, you think it's not, and you think that it's the hardest thing that could ever happen and you can't take anymore. And then the next day happens, you get more questions and, and, um, you know, more diligence and other things are uncovered and, and, uh, it gets harder, but you just keep at it. And I know I, you know, there was many, many times, um, and Israel, I know you listened to this, but there was a time when my buddy is, um, was in the hospital and is was in. It was in bad shape, and uh, you know there were there were times where I know that he felt like he was fighting for his life every day, and you know I know what he thought was his at a one to ten of what he thought was his eight and nine before that, you know was probably a five, and and now he has a new eight, new nine of toughest things he's ever done, and so you know one of my points today, what I want you to take from this is, is that you can do things that you don't think you can do. You know, when things are hard, um, it doesn't mean that's not going to hurt. And it doesn't mean that it's not going to be tough. It doesn't mean that it's not going to be difficult, but it's going to hurt. And you're going to not get some sleep sometimes. And, you know, you're going to be stressed out. You're going to, your hair is going to turn grayer. Mine did. Mine turned white. Uh, but, but know that you're capable, way more capable of what you're able, what you think you can do, both physically, mentally, emotionally, uh, spiritually, all those things you're way more capable than you think. I know if you talk to my buddy is, he'll tell you exactly some of those same things, but you know, going through this, I was, I, I didn't think I could handle any more. And then the next day more would be dropped on us. And, uh, I got to tell you to wake up every day and just tackle what it is, um, was the most rewarding thing I've ever done. And one of the things that I'll take away as a milestone in my life of accomplishments, not that it was an accomplishment of success or victory or whatever it was. It was more about the journey. As I look back over that period of time, it was more about the journey we went through and those days um, of stress and difficulty. Those are the things I'm going to look back on with pride and with joy and knowing that, you know, you're, you're in the, you're in the foxhole with, with friends and people that love you and are fighting right next to you. Um, I remember there was a day, I think it was about seven o'clock at night and I can't remember what, I can't remember what day I can't remember what in the, what in the process it was, but Davin was sitting at his desk and he was just shot, 
just, he'd been at it for about 12 hours and I can tell his brain was just jello and I was tired and I was stressed. And so I said, man, let's go home. We both had to fight, you know, Dallas traffic coming back home. And so we're walking over to the, uh, to the elevator. We got in the elevator and I looked over at him. I said, you know, what's weird. And he's like, what? I said, man, I'm going to miss this. And he's looked at me like I was crazy. And I went, yeah, I, I know it sounds crazy right now, but I know that it won't be too long from now. And I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to, I missed that. I missed going through that. And I, and I told him, I said, man, it's not about going through the stress and the trouble and the hardships and everything else. It's, it's working alongside of other people that are fighting with you to get this done that have given of themselves and going way beyond what they have to do or, but even sometimes more than what they thought they were capable of doing, but doing that with people. And I, I, you know, wish dad was here today and we'll, we'll talk about it whenever we're together again. But, but, um, you know, he and I've had some, a lot of discussions during the process and then after the process. And, uh, you know, my brother, I love you. And I, I could not have done this without you in any way. And, uh, Man, just being able to go down to his office and I sat in this really cheap chair we had and next next to his desk and man, I'm gonna miss that chair. I'm gonna miss those desk talks. And we would talk about life and we talk about stuff that was going on and we talk about the business and we talk about problems and we talk about solutions and and uh, you know, I, it's it's sad to me because I don't know ever I'll ever have that again um, in that situation. But I know that. I know that there'll be other things and there'll be other trenches and there'll be other foxholes that I have to jump in. And, um, you know, all I know is after going through this, I'll always want to have somebody there with me. Uh, since, since this has all gone down, uh, Davin and I, I think we, we went about two weeks where I didn't, we didn't get together, but we tried to have coffee. We try to have coffee now every Friday morning early. And, um, it's fun to kind of talk through things and, and we don't really talk about, his work stuff that much that's his business and that's you know the buyers and that's their thing we don't discuss that but we just talk about you know where he is and and you know kind of what's different and where he's at you know mentally and and it, it's fun to be able to do that and, and he brought this up is that dav and i were friends um we were crossfit buddies uh, way before he went to work for me and then you know we started working together and, we, and we, we, we'll do this as a podcast but we we our, the dynamic change when he went to work with me. And the reason why is, is that, you know, I've always had to have boundaries and he has boundaries too. And that, you know, there's, there's work Davin, there's friend Davin, there's the same guy, but yet the dynamics different. And so we were friends and then he, we worked together for five years and uh, didn't really do anything outside of work um, from a friend standpoint or socially. And uh, so it's now, it's really fun to get to be friends again and not just, you know, work friends. And it's pretty cool. And it's fun to see, you know, the things he's going through and the processes and, and the excitement he has for some of the things that he's doing. And, uh, it's really cool. And I, you know, I'm so thankful for, you know, a friend like that and a, a workmate like we had, and now get to be, you know, a friend again. And, uh, you know, I respect him way more now than even I did before. Some of the things that I know that he's capable of now and the things he's learned from all this and the things I've learned from this um, has been amazing. And I, I wouldn't trade the process for anything in the world. 
So now uh, things have changed for me. I don't go to work uh, every day. Uh, it's kind of strange that I've still been busy, but uh, it's just kind of changed. And we'll, I'll talk about that some, and Dav and I will be able to talk, talk about that some in the future. But um, I wanted to kind of give you guys an idea of kind of what, what was going on and why we didn't do podcasts for a while. We were literally so busy, we could not make time. There were times that Sophie would come in and, and I would jump in to, to, do, to try to do a podcast just to kind of keep some out there for you guys. Um, but it was impossible. We just literally, he, he could not, I could not pull him out of the office for even 20, 30 minutes. Uh, poor guy, he was having lunch literally brought to his desk. And uh, so that's that's why we weren't doing podcasts for a while. So I wanted to, want to do this one, let you guys know what's going on. And, uh, and but we're back. And so we're, I'm actually recording out of uh, my house now in a media room. And so Sophie's sitting on the floor and I'm sitting in a semi-dark room with, with carpet. And uh, so it's kind of different. We're not at the Bobblehead podcast place anymore. But uh, anyway, we're, we're still going to do that. We're going to still keep shooting, still keep talking. Uh, we're not going to be on YouTube anymore because it's such a, a difficult thing, not having a, a nice place to be able to video. So we're just going to stay with uh, stay with the recordings. But I want to tell you guys, we, I miss I miss doing this, and uh, I miss the feedback I would get from some of you guys. And uh, man, I I'm, I miss doing this, and I'm glad we're back. So until next time. Thanks for listening, and uh, we're glad to have you back with us.